0: Hail our fair
1: Riverdale
0: Register. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Riverdale Register. My name is Caitlin.
1: My name is John.
0: Welcome to The Riverdale Register. What do we do now?
1: Wow, I've just made peace with it.
0: Yeah, no, good. It's a bit. <laughs> <And> not <laughs> definitely because not I a, have no idea not how to... That...
1: real problem. I don't know how you... How... What, what do you think? What do you think? Where do you think you we go next?
0: The episode title. Well, do, we have general banter, we, <laughs> so, and then we do, and then, of course, of course, general yes. banter, general banter, 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 banter. <laughs> the episode is called,
1: I, I, I think we usually, or I'm, I, I would, I always intend to put the audience stuff before we get into the episode itself. Well, I, I
0: have some audience stuff.
1: Oh.
0: Okay, I have one audience stuff. But I appreciated it. So I posed a question. Just the
1: one? I saw we were getting some new traffic.
0: Okay, I only saw the one. But I liked this one because I thought that I thought that it was funny. This is from Kate Hunley. I hope that's okay that I said your name, Kate. I hope that's fine. And it is it's not a coincidence that Kevin helps Percival in every timeline.
1: Yeah, and I'm just
0: saying I also thought that was weird, and not to be like a what the hell is Kevin doing on the show every single episode. Mm-hmm. But I do have that question. Did, <laughs> did you get a? Did you get a different response?
1: I'm I'm ch- I found another one from Malls. What we got? Malls emoji. I can't see beige. Okay. <laughs> not a question about time travel, but did the show just forget that Veronica was a part of the core group?
0: Yes. Like I... is she
1: ever gonna get a fun power?
0: No. Well, I mean, I think her fun power is business, <laughs> right? You know.
1: Business, business, business. Business,
0: business. Actually kind of running businesses into the ground. That can be a fun yeah, power. Yeah, bad business. Bad business. Uh, yeah,
1: I don't know. Uh, she was not, was she in this episode at all? She was. She was in one scene of this episode. I don't remember that. Ella says, will Veronica get superpowers? No. Money, she... money out of her fingers?
0: Oh, <laughs> imagine. It's Veronica Bucks. <laughs> And it's it's useless right, currency. Right, right. It's, it's only
1: the dead currency that she invented.
0: Right, exactly. I think that was actually called Riverdale dollars, but I keep calling it Veronica. Yeah, River
1: dollars makes more sense. Right, was, than Veronica bucks.
0: <laughs> Veronica bucks is what I've been calling it this whole time, so that's okay. Mm-hmm. Would you like to know the title of the episode? Um, yeah. Okay, it's. I, called-
1: but real quick, I have a. I, at the end of this episode in the rumor mill, I have a theory about what's going on with Veronica.
0: Interesting. Continue. Is her superpower being immune to other superpowers?
1: What's the title of this episode?
0: Angels in America. Is that connected to your... no. no. Okay. Mm-hmm. Angels in America. Mm-hmm. It's a play by Tony Kushner. It is about the AIDS crisis, but it's also sort of like a, like a kind of like a metaphysical exploration of people set in the background of the AIDS crisis. That's not a good explanation for. I this genuinely play. haven't
1: seen it. Yeah.
0: Um. So basically, it's about. The The setting is, background is like the AIDS crisis, early days of the AIDS crisis, follows a bunch of people, um, there's some angels going on, mm-hmm. some like kind of like, not, um, what am I trying to say, like like if uh, magical realism, I guess, mm-hmm. a little bit, I guess that's how you would define it.
1: Is it like not confirmed that they're real angels or not?
0: I don't think so, but I guess it's, I, I think they're angels. Okay. I don't know how to explain it. Anyway, it's a play. Mm -hmm. It was also an HBO miniseries. Right. I think Andrew Garfield was in the play at some point. I think there might have
1: been two adaptations, actually.
0: There might have been.
1: Yeah, because Jacob was kind of yelling at me to watch one.
0: Maybe we should watch one. Well, not
1: yelling at me, but like firmly suggesting, firmly suggesting. Like, yeah, no yeah. but you'd like it and i was making jokes about is it part of the angels in the outfield cinematic universe
0: wow and then then you were like oh it's actually about the oh. AIDS crisis
1: okay <laughs> oh the writer of west side story the one i really like mm. oh no
0: oh yeah see there you go always insulting tony kushner like that It's <laughs> just let's just move on john i can't hear it again from you <laughs> anyway anyway who wrote this episode
1: This episode was written by Evan Kyle.
0: Good for you, Evan. This was a fun
1: episode. This is like Evan's third episode of Riverdale. He also wrote, oh, fourth. He also wrote The Return of the Pussycats. (gasps) That was a great episode. He wrote Reservoir Dogs.
0: I don't remember that one. I'm sorry. Let's look at it. I just love when the vague descriptions apply to all episodes of Riverdale.
1: While helping Eric deal with his PTSD, Archers Archie is forced to confront his own past trauma in the army. To find the lonely highway killer, Betty and Tabitha come up with a way to lure truckers to pops.
0: I now know this is the fighting episode.
1: <laughs> this is the one where they, they say turn it bingo. into a roadhouse, right?
0: It's, this is where they get bingo, though, right? It might be, yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, because dogs. Yeah. It was
0: coyote ugly, but also dogfighting.
1: Hmm. And he wrote uh, the Ides of March. Oh my which god! Which was his the, first ever episode of television. It took place on the Ides of Long March. The Ides of March. Yes, yeah. of
0: course.
1: This episode was directed by Claudia Yarmy. She has only directed one other episode of Riverdale: The Ides of March. Oh my
0: god, that was the one with the Ides of March. <laughs> oh my
1: god! She's also been directing on Resident Alien.
0: Oh, I think i sure I haven't show. watched,
1: but it's the one with I watched a couple episodes. Alan Tudyk is an alien in I think Alaska, uh, undercover as the town doctor. Oh, that's Trying clever. to find his way back into space, but also, oh no, I'm connecting with humanity along the way. Uh, I don't hate them anymore.
0: Why does he hate them?
1: Well, he's an alien.
0: I don't know if that's like a... You don't have to hate <laughs> everything, like, just because
1: you're an alien. No, but he fe- he he doesn't see us as like people.
0: But we are people. Well,
1: that's the point of the show.
0: Yeah, I hope he learned that over time <laughs> as a doctor. <laughs> point of it well that's good i'm happy that it worked out for him good for him yeah (laughs) anyway
1: so there's one plot line this week
0: oh that's funny i saw it as three plot lines
1: there's three time periods there's four time periods this week
0: oh that's too confusing
1: present day 1944 1968 and 1999
0: I feel like we just have to go in order. I think we
1: have to go through in order. Yeah. Imagine
0: if we did it out of order. How confusing that would be. (laughs) Let's
1: start with 1968. Cool. Let's do it. In the present, Tabitha and Pop are watching TV, watching Riverdale today. Yeah. The show that has quietly become Alice's job, but never like directly addressed.
0: (laughs) Alice is a monster. She
1: now run. It. She like ran a newspaper. No, wait. She did interview for the job at the station. And we thought it was like news anchor, but she hosts like a daytime talk show.
0: I think it's supposed to be like, she's like the only news anchor. She's the only person on this. She's thing. the person on TV. Right. Yeah. In a closed circuit television yeah, she's, station, um, I imagine.
1: Who's the guy uh, 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 from Parks and Rec?
0: I don't watch that show that much. I would not know. <gasps> Rob Lowe? No. Then I don't know. Ben? Was there a Ben? Heard Happily. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but it sounds fun.
1: I can't believe... Oh, you would love Parks and Recreation. I I do enjoy... It's like The Office, but funnier.
0: Okay, so I didn't watch The Office either, and I know... Great, then
1: forget what I said. It's the... It was...
0: Is it like The Good Place? Not at all.
1: No, from the same people who do The Good Place, but it's not like The Good Place. Okay. Nothing's like The Good Place.
0: Right, that's true. Mm -hmm. Actually, that's not true. The show Upload is pretty similar to The Good Place. (laughs) It's a different kind of show, but... I bet it
1: doesn't quite do what the good place did.
0: Honestly, upload is really good. Upload is really, really good. It's not it doesn't do what the good place does, but what it does do, it does very well. Though I haven't been able to get as into the second season as I have the first season. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just because I've been watching other things, I guess, or just have been busy, I don't know. Anyway.
1: Amazon shows. Right.
0: It's very weird that shows on Amazon. They don't really very weird. Grab
1: you like others do.
0: Mm, Well No, I disagree with that. The boys was a big deal. I love the, the wilds. We know that. Obsessed with it, actually.
1: Honestly, you could have told me that was on Hulu, and I would have been like, yeah.
0: Yeah, I could see it on Hulu also. I'm sorry, Riverdale.
1: <laughs> We're doing great. Yeah. Percival shows up on Riverdale today with Alice to announce a new privately owned rail- railway that will run through the heart of Riverdale.
0: Now, this is when I had the question I thought there was a train behind Pops the whole time. What happened to that train?
1: I agree. I'm pretty sure it, that we showed there was. there was many B-roll shots of a train rolling right down behind Pomps and right. Pops would get all rickety and like that was part of the charm.
0: Is this like a is this like a Mandela effect or something where we all thought this happened? Well, maybe
1: after the Rivervale split the railroad went yeah. one way.
0: Cuz Taft is like fuck this railroad. I'm like but wasn't there always a train? Wasn't
1: there? Right. I think it's interesting that hey, he's announcing this on more like someone in the writers' room. I assume Evan, Evan was Kyle. like, "Guys, why is every episode start with a council meeting? Let's change that up. Let's have them show yeah. up on TV." I mean, think it's a good call, honestly. <clears throat> this does sound like a good idea.
0: The train having so you like, evil capitalist John.
1: <laughs> what the fuck? I think the 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 most important word here is privately owned. Yes, where it becomes like a little bit more dangerous Does everybody
0: perk up. Me, like there was a prison once. Whatever mm-hmm. with that privately owned prison right, that was right, bad. Right. Train is bad.
1: But like this would be the monorail that goes straight to Hiram Land and back to New York City. (laughs) It could bring through roving gangs of businessmen everywhere you want them to.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the businessmen who typically hang out in this place with no businesses, it's kind of an odd situation.
1: Uh, Maybe you could ship them out then. Right, Uh, get rid of them. the, The killer is that he thinks the best train station would be exactly where Pops is.
0: And that is kind of messed up. It's a bold thing
1: to just toss out on, on TV and be like, well, I think we should take down the only place where people have food.
0: Right, exactly. So that's, that's his plan. And turn Starve to a place out.
1: that has transportation.
0: But maybe he owns a separate diner, like <laughs> a couple of towns away, and this train will go from... He, he's been running Suns forever. <laughs> it just it makes sense to me. I don't know.
1: Tabitha meets with Percival, and she tells him that she will never sell. And he talks down to her, tries to whammy her doesn't work whammy so yeah i guess that's not a common phrase no <laughs> uh there was a tv show on the sci-fi for a number of years called warehouse 13 okay which was a uh a show where ancient objects of various kinds would have strange powers and when they'd afflict you they would say oh no you got whammied
0: yeah john this is a weird phrase to use <laughs> this is, i thought it was just like an old-timey phrase not like it this is an obscure show from Ouch. sci-fi, I'm it's a sorry. Great show.
1: Sure, very good it's, show. sure, it's very good. Well, I think it's catching on. Yeah, I've right, said it so many times true. in two episodes. That's true.
0: You've said it. You've said it twice now. So <laughs> catching on.
1: Tabitha then goes around to all of the cast members, and is like getting surface. Level. Like it's from her perspective. What the fuck has been going on with these guys? Mm-hmm. Archie's busted up, and he's like, "I can't. I can't help you. He found mm-hmm. my weakness." And, okay. and I have to find a workaround because I
0: I mean, <laughs> secrets <laughs> yeah I did not realize that Jughead, that she had just found out about Jugheads. It's like kind of messed abilities. up, right like yeah. like
1: there's no reason not to tell
0: right at this point I mean Tabs is like the most trustworthy person well, ever.
1: until they found out that Percival is looking for the secrets to their powers, there was no reason to right. tell. Now there Whoa. is kind of a reason not to tell people, since he can walk into your bedroom.
0: I guess that's fair, yeah. <laughs> that was a weird thing that he did. Yeah, it was a pretty yeah. messed
1: up thing that he did. Betty tells Tabitha to stay away from Percival and never be in a room alone with him. Just, just good advice all around. Yeah,
0: he's a fucking creep.
1: Tony has been told the new station wouldn't affect the white worm. I gotta admit, it would be pretty rad to have a bar underneath the train station.
0: I don't like that at all. You don't like that at all? I just feel like that's a disaster waiting to happen. Did it seem like Tony really cared about this? Tony like...
1: seemed very de- very detached, and it yeah. did, there was no reason why. And then like, she's
0: like, I mean, I don't believe him. It
1: just felt but... like she and Tabitha were in this together yeah. for a while, and now she's like, I don't know, you're on your own with that. Right,
0: exactly. Uh, Bob's, who cares? <laughs> who gives a fuck about Bob's? Did we care about that ever? I don't know.
1: <laughs> then she goes to Veronica.
0: Uh, Veronica. <laughs> Veronica's
1: in this episode. She says she, she will support Tabitha. Oh, yeah, shoot, yes. But maybe... Tabitha should just take the money and open a new diner in a new location. Her satellite Pops is already doing great in the casino. I think this is good advice.
0: It's not. Okay, so I guess the problem is that I agree that you don't need to keep Pops in the exact same location. It's not about the location. Right. But I think that the real problem is more that I doubt. It's not like Percival's like, I just really want this plot of land. Like, he clearly wants to destroy Pops. Yeah. And he's Everybody's kind of using, targeted. yeah, so it's definitely targeted. It would be one thing if he was like, oh, I, you know, I'm happy to help you find a new location. Doesn't seem like that's what the problem here is. Oh, no,
1: he wants it gone. I yeah. just think it's, it's not the she worst could time. find a new location.
0: Right. Also, is somebody like who works at Pops like making those burgers, is she like bringing them over there? I have a question about that.
1: At the casino,
0: yeah, like somebody like flipping burgers in the back
1: of the casino. In theory, yeah.
0: Huh. But I guess they're doing just as good of a
1: job. The food, I, if they can maintain the quality, I don't know yeah. what happened to the franchise they were going to start. Oh, yeah. Back in the musical episode.
0: Right, she was so excited <clears throat> Wait, about that. Not the musical
1: episode, the Pussycats episode. They were
0: going to also like use real ice cream, and there was a thing about fake ice cream, and she was like, I refuse. But Did I'll- Alexandra
1: Cabot get lost in Rivervale <laughs> or something? <laughs> right, what right. happened? There's actually
0: a universe where Pops has many franchise locations. It's thriving. It happens as a billionaire. <laughs> she dumped Jughead. She's dating Veronica's dead husband, Chad, and he's alive in that <laughs> oh, timeline. why would she want that? Because she's rich and he's rich and they get to do rich, fun people things together. Also, I just want to point out that canonically, Tabitha already is rich. Her parents are definitely rich. No, it
1: seems like she's, she's not anymore.
0: Right. But her parents have like a limo. Yeah. It's very weird.
1: And for some reason, they just fucking hate this restaurant. (laughs) Right.
0: Right, this restaurant where, like, only nice things have ever happened.
1: Maybe, like, an incredibly important place in history. Right,
0: right. But actually, fuck this place. Yeah, no. Poor Tabitha, though. I feel bad for her.
1: I don't know. She can time travel now. And apparently affect The the past in significant ways. I don't think time traveling is a gift. And it's like super easy. She doesn't have to come up with a cover for herself. It happens automatically.
0: I I do think it's nice that she's just automatically like inserted into the past. Yeah. Which is confusing. But yeah, I don't think this is a gift though.
1: Cheryl, dressed in almost nothing, uh, uh, (laughs) is like trying to fan herself while everyone else is freezing in her house. (laughs) Nothing. Tabitha, no idea why any of this is happening, but Cheryl will prom- promises to help fight Percival Pickens as soon as she's mastered her new skills.
0: Yeah, and I, if Tabitha having no clue about any of this is very confusing. <laughs>
1: what the fuck has been going on in this town?
0: <laughs> that was like I should have left. I should have gone to Chicago and I had the chance.
1: Kevin is fully Percival's whipping boy at this point.
0: Yeah. It's
1: kind of a bummer, but also like. Evil Kevin, right? I there? mean it should be it he should be. He should just lean into it, right? <laughs> Accept it. Lean yeah, with
0: it. That's what I think.
1: Well he updates Percival on Tabitha's activity. Kevin warns Percival that Tabitha is trying, but also that she's failing. Percival <laughs> thinks that's not even good enough. She's too tenacious for him. And he says he did give her a fair chance. Which this guy's perspective is Yeah,
0: very warped.
1: Mm. I can't wait to find out what he really is.
0: You were like vampire. Well so he's yeah. not drinking blood.
1: But I like okay, so first of all I'd just like to congratulate you. Yeah, he's probably General Pickens.
0: <gasps> you, you agree with me?
1: Yeah, but is what? he more than was he something with, before he was General yes, Pickens? That's is now the question. That's a good point. And I think he could be a vampire.
0: He, but don't they have to drink blood? Isn't that like kind of their big thing? I don't know.
1: Maybe he is drinking blood.
0: <gasps> He's drinking blood. Gross.
1: I just think, you know, Dracula could famously hypnotize people. That's true. I didn't think about that. And that I, one shot of like him in the dark felt I, very Nosferatu. Well, I think that's supposed to be <clears throat> from The Exorcist because they've also
0: done that before. <laughs> There's been that, that was, that was the devil in Mr. Cipher. That's why I was like, why have I seen the scene in Riverdale before? That's famously from The Exorcist. But I did think it was weird they did it twice. Anyway, I I got thoughts. Let's get there.
1: Okay, okay. Jughead tells Tabitha not to give up. She thinks Pops is Riverdale's anchor. It's Luke Perry, if Uh, you will. Oh, yeah. And then she's kind of thinking her head. She's like, yeah, but I need more support. And then Jughead's like, I support you. Because he's like, she's talking. I hear it. I'm great at reading minds and understanding. Uh, and Tabitha realizes that he just responded to a thought she had.
0: I kind of feel like I wouldn't automatically be like, you can read
1: minds. <laughs> Why wouldn't you trust me with this? Yeah. Boyfriend.
0: It, yeah. Do you think they're endgame? Do you think that this is like forever love?
1: This feels like they're not, they're not touching this anymore. Yeah. They're just like, all right, well, that's done. We can worry about other couples now. Yeah. Or I guess we don't, because Betty and Archie also feel like they're complete. Like it just feels like the show's done with relationship drama now.
0: I think for now, but I think
1: they just want to do superhero stuff. For yeah, a season. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think I think for now, I am very curious to see what happens like next season, especially if it is the last season, because that's when you're gonna get to okay, who's sticking around? I,
1: I wonder. I'm I'm actually really curious to see what Roberto plans like mm-hmm. if he knows he's going into a final season
0: very curious
1: because i think that changes the way you approach your storytelling for tv where you're like hold on if i know i'm writing the end of this story then i can't i can't let anything go for future seasons we have to do everything i've always thought about doing
0: and that's how we got to the apocalypse <laughs> that's how we got here <laughs> yeah
1: tabitha lists out all the powers he told her about Archie has super strength Betty can see auras Jughead can read minds Cheryl can uh, uh pyrokinesis what am I forgetting
0: I don't think anything she does super strength
1: right he does oh and and uh Percival can can control minds right he forgets to tell her that bingo has powers yeah <laughs> <like>? <laughs> I mean come on he can at least regenerate his legs. <laughs> what if it's just the legs? It's just the legs.
0: <laughs> He's got leg powers. Famously, you know, the famous leg powers.
1: Jughead tells her he has an idea. They move right on from that. <laughs> okay. He's like, okay, so anyway, superpowers, not important. I know how to save prompts and not have to do with superpowers. Cool. We make it historic landmark. We just have to prove it is of historical significance.
0: Stella's eating now. The second she heard Pops, she was like, "Ooh, sounds good." He's like, "Food, of food, course, Pops. Yes. Food, amazing. Yeah, they do. They do. Do they do dog food at Pops? Have we? Did that happen? I don't know. Bingo's never been invited there, so. And he's the most magical dog in Archie's the world. Archie's other
1: dog definitely was allowed inside. Yeah, Vegas, Vegas was
0: always Vegas there. Vegas was
1: a cool dog.
0: Vegas got a Puppuccino
1: <laughs> all the
0: time, constantly.
1: Pop breaks out a box of Pop's history.
0: Oh, convenient. We
1: see a photo of uh, Dwight D. Eisenhower eating there. Sure. Okay. (laughs) President Eisenhower. And uh, we have a picture of him giving out polio vaccines there. That's cool, actually. And uh, the shop was featured in the Green Book once.
0: And that's where we get to 1968.
1: 44.
0: 44.
1: Green Book's as made famous by the movie. Movie Green Book. Green Book. Green Book.
0: <clears throat> not a controversial film at all.
1: <laughs> I haven't seen the movie Green Book, but I have seen the first episode of Lovecraft Country.
0: Oh, yes. Did you watched so that you, one? I've seen the first
1: episode of Lovecraft So that Country. one is kind of a pretty good crash course in sundown towns. Yeah. It's, and Green Books.
0: Well, it's kind of amazing what you don't learn in school. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. this was something I had never Woo,
1: learned. That was not in my textbook.
0: No. And... Probably for a good reason, honestly, and that's pretty fucked. It's
1: pretty messed up. Yeah. Racism, I'm gonna say it now. It's stupid. Yeah. It's, God. It, it doesn't make sense to me.
0: Right. No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. God. Hot take. I just want to. I
1: just want to put that out there for this podcast. Right,
0: right. No, uh, yeah, racism is it's bad. very nonsensical in my brain. But it, well, it's it's true. It's kind of interesting. It's like I know that like we're semi joking because obviously racism is horrible yeah. and bad. But it is interesting when you watch something like this because you know you have like the person who Sheriff Keller plays in this season, in this. Episode, I don't know the mayor or something, which it's like good, give him a job in some timeline. <laughs> finally, um, finally, but it's like, like I almost wanted to scream at the TV, like what the fuck, like of course, like this should not be a debate about like whether you know the black people in your town should be like given humanity and not <laughs> be like attacked in the streets because they're out after sundown, but the fact that it's like a. Ooh, I don't know, tough decision. It, it is crazy to think about that.
1: Yeah, there were reasonable people who, they would call themselves reasonable right, they people would call back them- then who would be like, well, what is the right choice? Yes,
0: and it's crazy. I mean, it's never been, accept- it's never period acceptable, never not was not acceptable then, then is not acceptable now, obviously. But it's like, oh my God, like that was actually probably a conversation mm. that was had. And it's not like a TV necessarily shoehorning. I'm sure it was simplified a little bit more for TV, obviously. And we should be learning about this kind of stuff in school. I mean, I felt like they taught us that Martin Luther King solved racism and that was it. And
1: that is kind of the story is like, or at least from my perspective in school, it was like, racism was bad. Abraham Lincoln defeated racism. <laughs> and, and then Martin Luther <laughs> the King. Civil War. De- then then inequality in, was bad. Right. And yeah, sorry. Abraham Lincoln defeated slavery. Right. And then (laughs) Martin Luther King Jr. defeated racism.
0: Right. And now we don't have (laughs) to... And then
1: Obama, like... like, And
0: and, like, see how hard we
1: Like, he he, he created equality.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's, no, it's like kind of... It's so not the way to, like... You know, I understand that kids who are five years old need to, like, learn about the basics of history. But the fact that we never really go past that... Is yeah. So... What's
1: frustrating is then, you know, it falls onto your shoulders to mm-hmm. educate yourself on this kind of stuff. Yeah. And you should.
0: But I think this episode, you know, for all of its, you know, time traveling and angels and stuff, did a did a pretty good job. And I hope,
1: I hope Evan, being a black writer, chose to do this storyline and wasn't forced to do this storyline.
0: I'm sure. I'm sure that it was. I mean, I don't want to say I'm sure, but I think that it was probably a smart choice. Mm. I don't know.
1: Jughead calls the box of, of stuff a time machine. And everything important happened in Pops in some way. Like all the big yeah. moments in American history reverberated through Pops.
0: I'm sorry, guys. Stella is running around and we're talking about we're talking about time travel and some serious topics and she is just not...
1: She gets so weird when you get into like really serious stuff. Yeah, you know? she's like, how
0: you get nervous? She's
1: like, can we talk about the juicy. <laughs> she's, she loves casino plot lines. Right, right. To be she honest. was hoping for a
0: casino <laughs> plot line this week. There was no casino plot
1: line. Jughead feels confident the historical society will give them protection. Nothing could go wrong at this point. And that's when a lone gunman comes in and shoots <laughs> Tabitha.
0: <laughs> also, the fact that they're like, oh, yes, let's use like the. um." Let's use the historical society, which could in no way be influenced by Percival right, Pickens' mind-control oh no, abilities. I hope he doesn't
1: walk into a room with any of right, them. Right, exactly. Now we're in trouble.
0: Anyway, we go back in time.
1: Next thing we know, it's Christmas Eve, 1944. Wow. At, I was wondering, because the 1944 segment is much longer than the other two.
0: I noticed that too. I was like watching it and I was like, oh, is this whole thing going to take place Is it all
1: 44? Yeah. yeah. And I was wondering if this was originally like did they think this was going to air at Christmas time?
0: Oh, interesting. And then maybe they retrofitted it. Or, or maybe
1: cuz I think I mean, the angel thing is very it's a wonderful life right, in this section, totally. which is why it's strange this one's called Angels in America.
0: Maybe it was supposed to be
1: It's a wonderful life.
0: I guess. It's a wonderful
1: lifetime. I don't know.
0: It's it's Christmas it's a wonderful Charlie Potts. Brown. <laughs> I
1: don't know. (laughs) Is that a
0: a Charlie Brown? We got
1: Pop Pop here. He's calling Tabitha Teresa.
0: Did you think Miss they didn't just have Pop be in these scenes?
1: As his older self? Right. I think this guy's like an actor, though. This guy's like... He looks
0: really familiar. Someone
1: from things. Yeah. Yeah. People are going to be mad that we don't... I'm going to find out who he is.
0: Well, like, we haven't done as much research as we did yeah. with the random FBI agent who was who was in last week's episode. <laughs> she was, was striking. Yes, yeah, like, going places. What? This guy actually gave a very good performance. But I was surprised. It was like, why not have Pop, Tate come back for all three? Mm-hmm. And have it be, like, her great-grandfather or her, like, great-uncle or something? Because...
1: Norm Lewis. Yes,
0: he is in things. He was in Scandal. He played. He was in
1: Five Bloods.
0: He was in Olivia. He was Olivia Pope's dad, I believe, in Scandal. I could be wrong about oh, that. Oh, his name
1: is Titus Tate. I like Pop Pop better.
0: P- Pop Pop. Wait, who was he in? Scroll down. Let's see. Who who was he in? He was in Scandal.
1: Edison Davis. I
0: really thought was that not Olivia's dad?
1: No, you're thinking of a different guy. I'm thinking of a guy from Terminator 2.
0: Oh, I stopped watching Scandal.
1: I feel like... Well, I I think it's also over now.
0: Yeah, no, I mean I started watching it long before it was over. I just got I got so confused, like by the plot,
1: of, like of, of, the of, scandal. Show? Oh, of scandal, scandal.
0: Yeah, I was just like, what's happening? Who's B one eighteen or whatever the <laughs> the group is? Right. B one twenty six. Right
1: now there's lore and scandal.
0: Yeah, just confusing.
1: <laughs> Which is the stuff that I was like, wait, there's a there's, there's a, a secret yeah. organization. Tell me more. <laughs>
0: I mean, it was really good, but then it was just so much. I just can't keep up with everything, you know. Mm. I felt the same way about How to Get Away with Murder. I loved that show, but like by the last season, I was like, "What? Who is dead and why?" And like, who? What's happening? Oh wait,
1: there's a common factor with these shows now, right? Well, Aren't these both? Uh, Shonda they're Shonda Rhimes shows? shows.
0: Yeah, but I think that Shonda has had less of a.
1: Was she gone by that point?
0: No, it, she was always the producer, but I think she wasn't the writer of How to Get Away with Murder. I think mm. she was more heavy into Scandal. Right,
1: right. Scandal was one of the ones she created, and then she was just kind of EPing a lot of stuff.
0: Yeah, I think How to Get Away with Murder was, she was more EP. I mean, they're both great shows. I just, sometimes when things get too, like, mm-hmm. we can't all be as simple as Riverdale. So, <laughs> you
1: know. It's really keeping it tight. Right, like, right. Clear storytelling. Exactly. Speaking of, Tabitha sees Jughead in a booth, Weirdly, he looks like really good here.
0: I thought that too. I was like, what happened? What's
1: going on? What do they do his hair differently? He's is, got like the one strand going down the middle. He looks fantastic.
0: He's taking vitamins or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His skin looks glowing Jug- right <laughs> inside.
1: <laughs> they were like, uh, Cole, you get to play a different character. And he's like, thank God. Okay, I'm going to try. <laughs> right, right, I'm going to try here. It's great. He explains that he's not Jughead. He is her guardian angel, but he has assumed the form of someone she's comfortable with. Someone she trusts. His real form would drive her insane.
0: I loved that. I was like, what? I always think about, like, what would it be? Yeah. I love that kind of thought process.
1: So, like, what other things have you watched with angels in them? Like, angel rules.
0: Angel rules. Almost nothing.
1: In Supernatural, they... They
0: are some angels in Supernatural.
1: They, yes. It was kind of a thing where it's like, you won't see me in my real form. I'm going to take over this. Mm. The angel makes contact with a human person, and they make a contract for the angel to possess them. Drop Dead
0: Diva. That's what I saw with that. That has angels in it? Yeah. I love Drop Dead Diva. Drop Mm. Dead Diva is the best show.
1: I didn't know that one had an angel in it.
0: There's, yeah. It's fun. Ben Feldman. An angel.
1: Good for him. It's
0: honestly, that show's amazing. That's all. Oh, and in Lucifer,
1: (laughs) they just have bodies and it's like no problem. And it's not a big deal. Yeah.
0: What do you think that that Raphael looks like?
1: It's just a big ball of light.
0: Oh, I thought it was like disgusting, like goo. Mm -hmm. No,
1: I think it's like mind bending. It looks like a Tool album cover.
0: Oh, I thought it would be like, like the Bird Box
1: monsters. I didn't see Bird Box.
0: You didn't see Bird Box? No. Oh,
1: everyone watched Bird Box. I'm not, I'm not really always the person following the Netflix like, here's what's hot right now thing.
0: Your family didn't watch that over Christmas? My (laughs) family watched it over Christmas? (laughs) <laughs> my sister and I once watched The Human Centipede two on Christmas, yes. so this is not a weird <laughs> thing for us. One time, the worst thing we did was see Holmes and Watson on Christmas. Oof. So honestly, Oof. take The Human Centipede two any day. <laughs> so isn't
1: that like the worst Will Ferrell movie ever? Yeah, my dad
0: really wanted to see it, and like when my dad really is passionate about something, I feel so bad saying no. You know, because like. Mm-hmm. I just feel like men of a certain age no longer have a lot of passions. <laughs> you know? Like something they're really excited about. He was really excited about that one. I didn't want to disappoint him. It's a terrible film. We all got mad after. <laughs> so it's, it's okay.
1: And that's a huge bonding experience. <laughs> yeah, you know? it was fun. That's nice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I made them go see the Jennifer Lopez movie second act, and nobody liked that.
1: So. Oh.
0: I, I thought it was good.
1: Anyway. Well, they can't all be hustlers. Tabitha flashes to River Vale the time that she met an angel named Raphael who was played by a guest actor. Right. She asks Jughead Angel if his name is Raphael and it is. And he says, we weren't bringing in the guest actor this time.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we're We're gonna gonna go with main cast only.
1: we're trying to save money. (laughs) Is it clear yet (laughs) that we don't have budget anymore? He explains that Tabitha is on life support in the hospital back in the present day. She asks him how time travel works. He doesn't know. <laughs> Wouldn't that be convenient? He gives her a fucking book to read. <laughs> You've got all the time in the world to figure it out—the enigma of time travel.
0: And does she have all the time in the world?
1: She read. Bef- the next scene, she's read the entire book.
0: <laughs> but she's like, okay, it has been two months. Right.
1: <laughs> that would be really funny if he's like, "Hey, where are we going on that book?" She's like, "Sorry, I'm sorry, I try to open it, my eyes, I start, oh. I fall asleep." <laughs>
0: Anyway, I'm serving burgers now, so... <laughs>
1: have you heard this radio show? I love it.
0: <laughs> yeah, she just, like, really invested in 1944. She totally just lives
1: in 1944. She read the entire book and calls herself chronokinetic.
0: I... So, this is a superpower, which I think is odd. Because... Oh, have you ever seen the butterfly effect? She's butterfly affecting.
1: I've seen the uh, the episode of Happy Endings called The Butterfly Effect Effect, what where, episode was that? Where one of the whichever who's the uh, the the small blonde girl?
0: Alicia Cuthbert's character, Alicia Cuthbert. or Alex.
1: Yeah, Alex. Uh, the effect is every time she tries to explain the butterfly effect, she she then just walks oh. herself in circles. She can't do
0: it. I absolutely love her, and I love happy things. She's endings, so and funny. I love
1: the butterfly effect. Chronokinesis. Is it real? Can people time travel? It would be referred to as time manipulation according to the marvel database okay. so like i feel like telekinesis means like you know telepathic is about yeah. the brain kinesis is kinetic movement telekinesis makes sense
0: well chronokinetic means sense moving chrono- well, it's,
1: it's yeah moving time
0: right yeah, right like chronologically
1: she's not doing it in like oh i can make things slow down around me right. or speed up or whatever she just jumps to time periods And people's brains just allow her in and and kind of come up with its own narrative to explain her presence. I like that. That's amazing. It's a great power.
0: I don't think it's a great power. I think that's a lot of responsibility and you could fuck up the world a lot. And I don't want that. So I prefer if you not gift me that ever. (laughs) Thank you very much.
1: It's funny because when she tries to explain how this power could happen... It's a huge leap. Yeah, she's saying that you know, oh, Jughead, Archie, and Betty got their powers from trauma from this explosion. Maybe getting shot was my own trauma that unlocked my powers.
0: So here's the thing, though, everybody's dealt with like worse trauma than that in Riverdale, right?
1: For sure. Like being
0: shot, unfortunately, in Riverdale is not that uncommon occurrence.
1: Yeah, Archie once had to dig his own grave. Right. And the bear. Yeah, two bear, bear and ban and bear costume. Right. Uh, No powers then. He really could have used them.
0: Yeah, there was a ton of times when people. I guess
1: he died and came back to life though.
0: Right. I maybe maybe the real powers were the friends they made along the way. Maybe
1: the twins had superpowers and they floated over that fire. Oh yeah, maybe.
0: Remember when we were like, is Riverdale doing supernatural? And it was like, mm. hard no. It's all <laughs> drugs. Yeah, yeah. And now it's like, what's your yeah. Is people getting okay. Yeah, Riverdale becoming self aware. Yeah, I don't know. No,
1: that's crazy. We would never do that.
0: No. Drugs. I miss The Gargoyle King. I like that scene. Well, season. now
1: I wish it were real, you know?
0: Yeah, that'd have been cool. Or at least like we'll never know if it was real.
1: Actually, that would be wild if it's like who is Percival Pickens, the Gargoyle King? Oh my
0: God, he's actually just Chick with red hair. That takes <laughs> off the bat. Yeah.
1: It's hard then.
0: It's amazing. I'm back, guys. <laughs> Did you miss me? I brought donuts. Ah, oh, we love you, Heart. So glad you're back. Come with us to Coachella, It's gonna be lit.
1: <laughs> Tabitha can't figure out why 1944. The Raphaels just guessing here. <laughs> Raphael's like, I don't know, maybe, maybe there's a mission to do here. Why are you know. here if you can't help? You're so helpful, Raphael. Thank you. Uh, Raphael says she'll need a totem, a Luke Perry, to control her gift. And uh, then Pop-Pop invites Tabitha to a town meeting to decide if Riverdale becomes a sundown town. Now sundown towns are not cool, because the gist is, if you are of color, and they're after the sun sets, they can... Take you to jail.
0: It's very fucked up, and it's again a thing that we don't learn about. And as controversial as the book Green Book, as the movie Green Book was, you know, that was the first time a lot of people heard the term. So messed up. You know, a Green a Green Book is basically a pamphlet given to say which places are safe.
1: Isn't it weird how like entertainment can be responsible for teaching, or, or widely yeah. teaching something better than a lot of things i think about like um the 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 tulsa massacre that i learned about from watchmen
0: yeah no i mean and it's it's not even like modern day high art things like i remember like boy meets world was like the first time i heard about like anne frank which is kind of crazy i mean i was very young and we would have learned about that in school yeah but like that was something where it when it was taught in school, when I was in like third or fourth grade, I had already seen like a Boy Meets World episode where it was like Eric's girlfriend was being discriminated against because she was Asian American and Corey was learning about the Diary of Anne Frank and he was like, oh, why does this matter? Like, this doesn't happen now. And of course it does. And it's all, anyway, but like stuff like that, it's true. You know, maybe somebody will learn about something from Riverdale,
1: yeah. you know?
0: I'm sure people much younger than us are watching it.
1: Mm. Now, Mayor uh, Not Tom Keller opens the floor for Sheriff Perkins, who's Percival Pickens, who breaks out an American accent.
0: Yeah, so I didn't Google whether he was British or not. Me neither.
1: I get the vibe he is British.
0: Should I Google it now? His accent sound put on? I thought it sounded put on too, but watch us be wrong. Chris O'Shea, I think is his name.
1: Already sounds like he's across the pond.
0: Okay, well, it's actually kind of hard to find him.
1: Oh my Um, god, he doesn't exist. (laughs) Wait.
0: (laughs) What is it? General Chris O'Shea? (laughs) He is an English actor, actually. Okay. Okay. Huh. He was also on the show Baby Daddy, a show I enjoyed. Huh. Oh, he was also an extra in Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets.
1: Huh. Cool to me. He says Greendale, Centerville, and Seaside. All lowered their crime by becoming sundown towns. Now people stopped murdering other people.
0: Yeah, that well, Jesus. We,
1: you know, people stopped burning down black-owned businesses once we kicked all the black people out. I mean, Problem I, solved.
0: When you think, think about it that way, he's an evil man and maybe... It's bad. Bad.
1: Tabitha begs them not to consider this racist law. How will your black citizens and black-owned businesses survive?
0: And I think Percival Piggins is like they won't. I'm a racist. That is that he's is like, my thing.
1: They could move. I hate him. Unless every town were like this.
0: Ooh. Yeah, Percival Piggins. So he is racist, right? I like just,
1: I think he's just straight up racist.
0: Yeah, I think
1: that I an ancient racist.
0: I think he might be like legitimately like a white he supremacist. He might be
1: the uh spirit of racism.
0: Imagine if that's what it is. It's a little bit of lofty <laughs> of a metaphor, but no. I don't know. I mean, there there is definitely something that we had said it last week before we knew really about the yeah, storyline. Yeah, when it
1: was when just it was just kind of like, oh, he's targeting Tony and Tabitha, which is why I think it's also kind of weird that he was like, I want to team up with Veronica.
0: I don't know. I mean, we still don't really know what his plan is. Sure. But this idea about like creating a utopia, getting rid of Pops, it's a little weird. It's a little like, okay, like, is this what we're doing? I don't know. Yeah. I don't hate it if that's what we're doing, but I I'm kinda curious.
1: What's gonna be very satisfying is this guy has to get defeated of that right. at some point, and we're all gonna be very excited to see it happen. And that's and it's true. not like where they're always trying to have it be like this push pull with Hiram. Yeah, like, right. But we have a character that cares about him. This guy's just like
0: No, this guy oh, Yeah, like fuck sucks. this
1: guy. Yeah. yeah.
0: And this is saving the soul of Riverdale in a way that's more interesting than Hiram just being like, I want to get the-
1: The palladium! The
0: palladium from the mines yeah. because my dad died for it.
1: Hiram's I'm- never been much of a focused villain because they were always hiding what he was up to.
0: Right. And then once you kind of revealed it, you were like, okay. It's- Okay.
1: Feels like we worked harder than we needed to.
0: Right. <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: You could have just started a business. You could have worked with Fred Andrews to mine.
0: Right. He could have just been like, can you mine this for me? And Fred would have been like, sure, man. We'll have
1: a business deal. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, Percival sucks.
1: Uh, Archie, I mean, sorry, Artie stands up for (laughs) Tabitha, too.
0: The best part about this is, one, Archie is the best. I love him good guy all around yeah. but when she's like thank you Archie and he's like it's Artie and I can just imagine like you Being don't know him. my name <laughs>
1: like, excuse me We've strange fr- girl I've never met before <laughs> my name's Artie <laughs>
0: or maybe it's like oh a friend of mine I've known for many years Where? because I have a <laughs> twisted memory because of your time travel he
1: uh, he works with a couple of black people at the fire station they're good people so he's
0: a fireman here
1: Tabitha says Riverdale never was a sundown town and this must be Sheriff Perkins's fault this is confusing. We can debate whether is Perkins trying to or Pickens trying to change history, right? Which would make him, I guess, also a time traveler, or was this always how things went down? You know. Well, this is. This was is, there always yeah. a Tabitha appearing in the past to do these things?
0: Mm, that's interesting. If I was to make up this mythology, there's always a Pickens character and there's always a Tabitha character, but Tabitha she's actually almost embodying the consciousness of her ancestors.
1: If she was taking over someone. Yeah.
0: And maybe Pickens was doing the same, but more likely I think Pickens...
1: Pickens could just have been the same person. Right.
0: Pickens was immortal. That's what I'm thinking. Pickens is immortal.
1: Right. But Tabitha is
0: embodying... So in
1: theory, if Tabitha hadn't been there, the person she was controlling would have done all the same things.
0: That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay. But maybe it's like one of those endless loops where it's like...
1: You know... At this point with the way the cast always plays their own ancestors, Mm -hmm. it almost feels like Riverdale is some kind of, and and I hate to go here, but like quantum time loop thing of like someone's doing, there's some kind of experiment running in cycles in this town. Imagine. Like the same characters appearing again and again, going through similar motions again and again. To what purpose? I don't know. I don't know. That, that could be... I don't know. I don't. I mean, would this show go there? I don't know anymore. There's but a lot of places that this there's show... There's something to interrogate.
0: ...has gone that we never thought it would. Right, of the word, right. So. The rules
1: are out the window. Yeah. Anyway, that's when not Fangs and not Tony bang in the door. Actually, I think it's like Flynn and...
0: I forget. All uh, I know is it's it's the Tina. baby is a girl. Yeah,
1: baby... It's,
0: <laughs> it's baby. like baby
1: Annie or something.
0: I think it's... Yeah, I think it's baby Annie. And I'm like, baby is not a good name for a baby, guys.
1: <laughs> stop, stop! naming the baby baby. <laughs>
0: it's very confusing.
1: Their car ran out of gas in Centerville as the sun was setting, and so they walked to Pops through the woods because they knew it from the Green Book. And Tabitha says they can stay the night.
0: Aww. I love Tony. I know that she's not Tony here, but I love Tony. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The police I love Tabitha come by. Too.
0: I like Banks also. I yeah. like all the, I yeah. like all
1: of them. This is a good group. Good they could group. Get, they could do more. The police come by, and I just want to talk real quick because I think it's really funny because Kevin's sheriff uniform makes him look like a milkman.
0: I know. I thought that too. I was like, is that just what they looked like back then? He's
1: got like a little bow tie and the breeches that are like really wide around the thigh.
0: Also, I think it's super weird that Kevin keeps playing this role. I'm not (laughs) saying anything about that. They keep
1: casting him in this role.
0: Yeah. It's odd. Because he's evil? I mean, I didn't say it. Is Kevin going to be the
1: villain of the final season?
0: I'm just saying, I just, look, I've had this thing where I've thought that Kevin had to be like the secret villain the whole time or something. And because it's like, he was too nice. He liked musical theater. And I was like, that's like, that's very Rachel Berry of you. And we know she's the real villain of Glee.
1: I hope Kevin's power is musical.
0: What if it's just like, I can sing beautifully, that was always a power? It's like, Kevin, that's not a power, is a talent.
1: Kevin's like, I've been hearing everything as music. That's been my power. <laughs>
0: is, oh, Kevin's Infinite Playlist? When was
1: your trauma? When? It's, <laughs> the whole time. It's always been this.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. What if, what, what happened to, no, I'm sorry. Kevin's Extraordinary Playlist. Right. That was a good show. I liked
1: it. Did you like it enough to watch the Roku season?
0: I've actually or watched the Roku like movie? Five episodes it of it? It did like
1: a finale movie. I enjoyed it though. Oh, okay.
0: I don't think it's over, is it?
1: Yeah, it's over. It's over? Yeah, man.
0: It's all over? Yeah, man. It's sad. Okay, okay. Whatever. I'm just gonna get there.
1: So Perkins says that they are looking for the family in the diner, the not Tony or Fang's family, because they need to be arrested because when they were leaving Centerville because it was a sundown town, they didn't escape fast enough. Right. Bro, the whole point is you didn't want them in your town. They're not in your town. Let it well, go.
0: This is why Percival Pickens is a evil. Yeah, bad racism person.
1: is stupid.
0: Yes, no, no. We, we yes,
1: <laughs> that's true. I think he's just like a jerk. You know. I mean, he's a
0: he's a, a
1: vehement racist. Is that the
0: right term? I, I think he's just really racist. Yeah,
1: I think he's like not a nice
0: guy. Yeah, I'm starting to think that he might be a terrible <laughs> person. I don't know. I don't know. The British accent apparently uh, covers up a lot of of things but here no personal is bad we hate him we want him to be defeated in a way that's um oh,
1: satisfying he might get burned at the stake i don't know if i want that it feels like like a like the or maybe a melt a face melt you know like in mm, maybe that could be fun yeah raiders huh. Hmm. how could he die I mean... <laughs> let me count the ways let me
0: think about that which
1: power will kill him
0: Imagine if it's like Veronica just gets laser beams in her eyes. <laughs> Fixed it. Done. He's Veronica gone. Veronica
1: turns into a she-wolf.
0: She Oh my god. She's a werewolf? That would be embarrassing. That would be an embarrassing power for her. All of her like but tiny she'd be the, little... Then she'd
1: go back to Wall Street. Right.
0: Bitch, you didn't think turns that Turns into was... it on the floor. <laughs> oh my god. Have you seen that TikTok... Uh, what is it? That TikTok filter where it's like... If you like like turn your head it like turns you into a wolf or whatever. No I'm just imagining like the very low budget version <laughs> of that for Veronica Yeah, Super they can't Fowler. afford to do a real transformation. Now, we're just gonna put this TikTok builder on this and I think it'll look just as good.
1: Camille's like I think I can act through this. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. You give me a lot of stuff, so I learned all of check the them.
1: So guys I'm I'm much better than you're giving me credit for <laughs> Since he has no warrant or Tabitha says he's not getting in there without a warrant. And he's like, well, can I speak to your boss? And then Pop-Pop appears with a shotgun in hand. Yeah, we love Pop-Pop. He's great. Perkins says he's going to just wait outside until the arrest warrant arrives. So Flynn wants to run, but baby Annie, sorry, baby, is, is asthmatic. <laughs> uh, so they need a miracle. And that's when Tabitha looks, and they have this really great shot where Raphael Jughead is like, Lit from behind, magic, holy light, looking angelic, looking real good. And she asks him to break the rules and get involved. Can he show the men outside his true form and break their brains? I thought this was a twist
0: I did not see coming, so I thought it was pretty good.
1: It would be interesting if the actions Tabitha takes this episode end up creating Percival Pickens in some way.
0: That seems real complicated.
1: I agree. And it can't be, because we have to assume he already existed even earlier than this. But like
0: right, I think yeah, I uh, yeah. Well, I we don't, don't know. really know. We if don't.
1: It, I right, we're assuming it's the same guy. Yeah, she breaks because she, she breaks his brain here. Uh, uh, Raphael turns into brilliant light, and then when Tabitha brings the family out, they see him and Kevin on the ground, like sobbing, blood from their eyes, shaking. Cool stuff. Angels, man.
0: Angels, angels are gonna be scary. Have you seen Dogma? Yes. Yeah. That's an angel so, content that I've been that's absorbed. Some,
1: that's some good angel content. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Tabitha brings the family and Artie to meet Mayor Keller. She has them appeal to his humanity to prevent the sundown town because it would cost Riverdale's soul.
0: And it shouldn't be a hard choice. And yet it's like, oh, I don't mm, Okay. And then he gets all the credit.
1: The family made it home safe and sound. And Tabitha tries to tell Pop Pop the truth of who she is. But then Perkins enters in a broken straitjacket, screaming in a British accent. I think the most telling line of the episode where he says, you won't beat me, so stop trying.
0: I never noticed that his accent was different.
1: And he shoots her.
0: Yeah. He has to be an immortal being, right? I'm pretty sure that's what they're
1: leaning towards. Next thing we know, it's 1968. Tabitha is with Pop. Is her name Tina? In this one? I thought it was like Tessa.
0: Okay, no, Tess, I
1: thought it was the 90s, but oh, I could maybe. be wrong. Yeah. Tabitha. Tabitha, uh, they're listening to MLK's mountaintop speech on the radio. MLK is going to die tomorrow.
0: No. Oh, <laughs> oh, bad. Terrible. Absolutely terrible.
1: Worst thing that can happen. So Tabitha goes to take a bus to save MLK, uh, and the bus breaks down. Yeah. She's not making it to Memphis, which it would be a long ride.
0: I like what they do here. I mean, I, I know we were just talking about how, why is it only like the terrible things in history that are fixed points in history? Right. And I agree with that. But obviously for the sake of the story, I understand. I'm happy that they kind of cleared it up because I was like, can't Tabitha call the FBI office or can't she? Because I mean, now it's like if you were to tell somebody, hey, like somebody's coming to kill you, mm-hmm. regardless of how credible it seems. People are not going to be like, "Oh, I'll believe it when I see it. Right. You know, it's like you kind of act first and then hope that... I mean, yeah, it
1: could have done something, you know. Yeah. So how many other things have you seen with fixed points in them?
0: I honestly can't even
1: remember. I watch a good amount of time travel content and fixed points are like a thing they like to pull out to create a reason, like like if their time travel rules are pretty loose, mm-hmm. Doctor Who, for example, is always like, yeah, we can kind of do whatever we want in whatever time period and it's not really gonna carry over to the same, to the next thing. If they want to make it like interacting with this time period, it's vital, you can't change anything. Yeah, That's a rule they like to put in place. When Legends of Tomorrow did it, it was the uh, assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand that oh, set yeah. off World War One. Mm-hmm. And what they discovered was there was actually a bar full of time travelers where people oh. would get lots to try to prevent the assassination of Archduke Ferdinand. And would it
0: wouldn't happen. And
1: and they, they would be stopped every time. In that show, there was a guardian of time to prevent it. I think about eleven twenty two sixty three, where time itself is the barrier, and it feels like they're kind of running with that here.
0: What do you Where, mean by that?
1: Sorry. Time. So in eleven twenty two sixty three, part of it is that time doesn't want to be changed. Okay. So it's not that there is one fixed point. It's that all of time is a fixed point. Okay. And so when James Franco starts messing around, lights flicker, people suddenly get in his way. Yeah. Things just kind of happen that impede him. And there's not like the world is his villain. You know, time itself yeah. is his enemy. And he's constantly facing like... Trying to, like, oh, I gotta stop. I gotta save Kennedy. Oh, no, now everything's going wrong. Kind of thing. Yeah,
0: that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So he never does it, does he?
1: He does. He does. Yes, he saves Kennedy. In the show. I don't know in the book. Then when he comes back to the present, it's worse. Oh. Yeah. That Um, sucks. Yeah, it kind of sucks. Yeah. And so he, he goes back in, and every time he time travels in that story, it resets. And so... It's like it never happened. Oh. Like he was never there. And in Doctor Who. Oh. Okay. Oh. I won't talk about Doctor Who. She hates it. She doesn't want it.
0: You gonna watch The Time Traveler's Wife on HBO?
1: I don't think so. Man, yeah. You know, if I wasn't gonna be there for the Rachel McAdams movie.
0: Yeah, it is weird they're making it again. But anyway. Mm. Riverdale.
1: Riverdale! Riverdale! Tabitha goes to the FBI field office and sees Pickens there. And Kevin's incredible mustache is back. <laughs> huge, huge relief for me. Thank yeah. God. It looks so good. He's serving <laughs> he's incredible facial reactions. He's got
0: one good thing happening in this
1: episode. Tabitha like walks in the field office. He's like, Hey, can I help you? And she's like, uh, bye. And he's just and and Casey Cott just gives this whole like, okay, back to FBIing.
0: <laughs> Makes sense.
1: In no timeline does Kevin become a singer. <laughs> and I feel like that's important to know. Law enforcement.
0: Yeah, huh? He,
1: no matter what he might <laughs> want, he has one destiny. He's going to grow up and look exactly like his father.
0: I mean, that's not such a bad thing.
1: And he uh, won't sing. <laughs>
0: he won't sing. And, and that is the most important part of it. Mm. He's a great singer, though.
1: It's kind of a bummer. Raphael returns and looks like Tony now. I should have mentioned that earlier.
0: Oh, yeah. It's Tony. Uh,
1: another person who Tabitha knows and feels safe around. Love it. Great pick.
0: Notice how Veronica's not one of these people. No. <laughs>
1: so. Uh, I don't think Betty's one of those people either. That's the point I'm trying to make.
0: Oh, you don't think that Tabitha feels safe around Betty? I don't
1: think they have much of a relationship.
0: No, they did. They tried to save the... Oh,
1: right. They worked together. They it, did. Right. They're in that episode that Evan wrote.
0: It would have been weirder <laughs> if it was Carol or... Even Archie?
1: It's Archie, Cheryl, and Veronica. Right.
0: Because uh, you feel so safe around these people. It seems
1: uh... Alice. Right,
0: right, right.
1: Her I mean, own parents.
0: Yeah, no, 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 actually.
1: None of them are Pop, though.
0: Oh. Well, that kind of makes sense, though, because, well, Cause you know? Pop's
1: in them. He's not in the 40s. Oh, he's 40s. not. Yeah. Plus, we already were joking that he's dead, so
0: he's a ghost
1: and then he came back hmm.
0: yeah it's confusing for us
1: tabitha has to painfully wait until robert kennedy announces on the radio that martin luther king has died
0: it's a terribly sad moment
1: pop shuts down he's so distraught i love that he's like 22 and yeah he's texas pop yeah wait <laughs> that's weird that is his first name <laughs> wait is this like
0: baby anthony all over again <laughs> baby anthony's baby no matter how old <laughs> baby anthony is
1: He asks if they should shut down out of respect, but Tabitha suggests they stay open and let people gather instead for the community. So the feds pull up the next morning.
0: Oh man, I hate this man this is mm. pickens
1: has an entirely different american accent which i, I think is pretty cool he's doing he, does, he pulls different ones for different time periods
0: i hope that chris o'shea is listening to us and it's like oh he noticed yeah he's a
1: good actor <laughs> I, uh, because i hate him
0: yeah no I hate, I hate him too but this actor is a very good actor
1: you're talented because you make me despise you
0: that is i mean yeah
1: which is means i pretty cool to meet you in person yeah <laughs> to find out if you're like cool
0: yeah, we meet him at a bar, and actually, he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, everyone's like, yeah, we really hated that guy. Yeah, no, he's no thing. That, that was real. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was why the the chick stuff didn't work because they liked him too. Right, much.
0: exactly. Yeah. They're like, get out of here, you! And they come to my birthday party.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he says there was rioting in Greendale, Centerville, and Seaside last night. So no black people can gather in public until further notice. Well, damn! If Greendale, Centerville, and Seaside jumped off a cliff, would you follow them? That's a metaphor. <laughs> just, we're always doing what they're doing.
0: No, 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 I think it's just, they probably have a bunch of racists running their towns. Yeah.
1: They're, yeah. All of the towns were racist.
0: They're bad towns. Yeah. Full of bad people, probably.
1: I still think it's, this is like a Sabrina side yeah. note. But like, their politics are super weird in that fucking show.
0: <laughs> I don't even remember really much about it.
1: It's all, like, like, it's just that like, the witch culture is also super oppressive. Right. And you're like, well, why would I want to be... Right, that, yeah, you know, usually which culture is like women, free, empowerment, yeah, it's not stuff. like that and at all. Like, it's and like, and you're a
0: queen of the devil, right? It's like, oh, you marry the devil and you have to sign your name in the book, yeah, you're right, that's not good. And they've
1: just been living in this town and allowing things like all the racism shit to happen, yeah.
0: Though sometimes I think like the Greendell of this show and the Greendell of Sabrina, like totally different places, even though canonically, I guess they have to be the same yeah, place, yeah, it's, now. who
1: cares, you yeah. know, yeah oh right because she's coming back
0: yeah she's coming back because we're still in Rivervale, right
1: dude i don't
0: (laughs) like what's happening i don't know he
1: pickens pickens or whatever pierce agent Hmm. pierce we're gonna call him pickens whatever Okay. he promises that if he's back by six o'clock and people are still in the, the 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 diner you know the place that serves food at all hours of the day right they're gonna get arrested she asked, what the hell is his problem? I agree.
0: Yeah, what is your problem?
1: He thinks their emotions will turn into violence and bloodshed. I hate They're keg. like a powder keg. That's, yeah, that's just straight racism. He just thinks did, they're not did, human.
0: Did he say the word powder keg? Yeah. Did he set that bomb under Archie's house? How could he? I don't know.
1: I do, I do think it's interesting that this guy has apparently been in Riverdale forever. Right. And the only generation he wasn't around for... Was, was Fred recent. Andrews.
0: Right, right.
1: Unless... He so. didn't come back until both Fred Andrews and Hiram Lodge were out of town.
0: Did we think that's And then he felt safe.
1: God, that would be incredible if it turned out those two teamed up and defeated him yeah. years ago.
0: wow. That could be a cool spec script. <gasps> <laughs> that could be cool. <clears throat>
1: uh, when she comes back in, some guy says, What that piggy want? Which I just I think is a funny line. Uh, there's Black Panthers there. They want to fight back. Tabitha says that is what the feds want them to do to make them into easy targets she tells them to stay put in pops stay peace peaceful can she stop them from getting arrested
0: are you are you asking me that question I mean,
1: sure yeah why not i can ask you that question
0: i don't know i don't i guess she,
1: of course can. she can right she can cuz she calls the fbi for j edgar hoover who was also featured in the latest season of legends of tomorrow in the He's, 20s uh... he was indefatigable and, uh, they, in,
0: what's his name?
1: indefatigable. What does
0: that mean? <laughs> Can't be defeated. Oh. Uh,
1: That's
0: not how it, he was, is, he
1: was then killed and replaced by a robot. Wouldn't Robo it Hooger. be
0: undefeatable?
1: All right, fine. I'm going to look up what indefatigable means.
0: Doesn't it mean not to be defeated, fatigued?
1: Yeah. Of a person or their efforts persisting tirelessly.
0: Okay. He tirelessly persisted.
1: But in this reality, he's a, uh, he's just a phone.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. He comes from a long line, <laughs> of phones. Long, long line
1: of phones She threatens him With knowledge he would have from the future About Hoover's secret files Including files on President Johnson I don't know a lot about this guy Me either,
0: all. I was like I guess she knows more information About him than I do
1: I'm glad she knows this history <laughs> right, right. That really looked really out
0: I didn't see that Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> movie
1: <laughs> J. Edgar, J. Yeah. J. Edgar no. She asks him to muzzle Agent Perry Pierce so, Percival Pickens answers the phone and is promptly shut down and fired by Director Hoover. Tabitha waits in fear at the diner when Pickens drives by. She mutters him to keep going. He does. Ew. Raphael congratulates her, but now what? I don't know. You tell me you're the angel.
0: <laughs> right, why are you here? Give me a sign. Give me a sign. Hobson's
1: Tabitha to refresh the ketchup bottles and she finds a bomb in the back. And it's a weirdly framed shot, but she walks out that, puts it on the ground really hard, concentrate and she's gone and then it explodes i hope that's far enough away from the yeah it
0: seems like she why wouldn't she throw throw it it further right i did she put it in the trash they could have explained why
1: there's no train track she could have thrown it out over there right
0: oh the train is gone Uh, oh no
1: i do like that as we jump time periods it gets faster because she's just better at it yeah like she learns stuff really fast it's 1999 tabitha is tessa now she and Pop clean white supremacist graffiti off the shop, and she finds a baseball card.
0: I think this confirms Percival is a white supremacist. Yeah, and I I know that we knew that, but like I'm wondering if this is like specifically his thing.
1: But like, you know, he's not really going with a plan at this point.
0: As far as we know, you know
1: '90s Percival is just like, ha, ah, fuck you, graffiti. Yeah, the other two like. We're operating with plans, and currently he's operating with a huge plan.
0: Well, no, actually, but I think his plan in 1999 is to make them want to leave. Mm. I think that's what it's all going to come down to. Right. This is a much more sinister, much more disturbing plot than anything we've seen on Riverdale.
1: Yeah. Yeah, way different than the Goofy Gangsters that we've had for so long. Yeah,
0: the, the Goofy Gangsters could literally be a name of a gang on Riverdale, and I'd be like, yep. Oh, great, they're for, back. Right. <laughs> exactly, the Goofy Ghoulies, Goofy Gangsters.
1: Uh, Sheriff Keller, hair dyed back to I know, brown. I thought that was
0: weird. I was like, okay, Says why was they, that
1: necessary? <laughs> because it's 99. Sure. He was younger then.
0: Oh, because it actually is Sheriff yeah, Keller? Yeah, it's
1: actually Sheriff Keller. Didn't think about Just it. Just like Pop yeah. is actually Pop with dyed hair.
0: There we go, didn't think about it.
1: Chef Keller says they caught a wave of vandals, none of whom could remember what they did or why. Tabitha asks to talk to him. Wait, what decade was it when we flash back to them playing Griffins and Gargoyles?
0: Okay, well here's the thing. Was it the 80s? Think about it this way. Alice gave birth to Polly uh-huh. when she was like at the oldest 18. Uh-huh. The show premiered in 2017. Right. So technically, Alice should be like like twenty,
1: which means Sheriff Keller should also be like twenty,
0: right? Exactly. So
1: he could more reasonably be played by Casey Cott, right? At this point in time,
0: right? Okay, we'll just move on. It's
1: <laughs> So Brian apologizes to Tabitha. She shows him the baseball card, and it is his. He just got it at this new curiosity shop. We're going to visit the
0: curiosity shop. Wow. We
1: didn't go to the present day one before we went to... All right. He got a great deal. All he had to do for the card was... He can't remember.
0: I'm going to hope this was mind control and not go draw like terrible graffiti on the diner. Sure,
1: it's probably mind control. I just feel like it is something that if Tabitha didn't know better, someone would just be like... I don't buy it for a second. Anyway.
0: If this was Jughead, she'd be grabbing him by the collar. He'd be grabbing the kid and being like, Brah. Right. Yeah.
1: Who's the shop owner? Paul Prince, Percival Pickens. His name's Percival Pickens. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. It's That's like- the
1: man who owns the shop. Tabitha sits outside the shop when she meets Raphael again, who's now Betty.
0: They have such good chemistry here. I think
1: it's weird that everyone's, like, really good at playing this this angel. Yeah. <laughs> like, everyone's on top of it.
0: I'm constantly impressed by Lily Reinhardt anytime I see her not as Betty. Mm-hmm. I'm impressed by her as Betty, but I've seen it so many times. I've seen all the facets of Betty's emotional states. Yeah. Everything. Anytime I see Lily Reinhardt in a different role, I'm always so impressed by her. I was so impressed with her here. She's great. She's going to win an Oscar one day, I think. <laughs>
1: Or she'll at least be the lead of a great TV show for a while.
0: Um, Riverdale.
1: Oh, sorry. Um,
0: Another great TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: A different, a different, a greater TV show.
0: Yeah. Of different but lesser quality than Riverdale.
1: No, greater, greater, like most shows, of greater quality than Riverdale.
0: How dare you? How dare you, John? This is not the different show other than Riverdale Register. This is
1: the Riverdale Register. (laughs) What do you mean? This is the Yellow Jackets high. This is chatting (laughs) about Yellow Jackets.
0: And I will not stand for any of this talk.
1: So Tabitha enters the shop. Raphael's keeping a lookout. She starts taking photos of things in the shop. An old World War looking photo. A painting of General Pickens who looks a lot like Percival now.
0: Huh. A spearhead
1: A uh, cup that looks a lot like the Holy Grail from Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Guys, it's just a cup. A Civil War uniform? Is it? If it is, it's blue, which makes him Union.
0: I'm sure there were a lot of racist people in the Union (laughs) Army. Honestly, truthfully, yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Tabitha shows the pictures to Raphael. She asks why someone would do this why someone would be like percival pickens repeating over and over and over and Raphael says some men's hearts are so cold they burn down villages to feel warmth wow that is it's dark that is dark uh tabitha gets in the rumor mill is he another time traveler and immortal being a demon
0: and he's like I'm not gonna really get clear about that
1: Raphael recognizes the spear of longinus
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. I am not mature enough to not laugh at that.
1: Which pierced Jesus at his crucifixion. Now, the first time I heard of this thing Mm -hmm. was in the anime Neon Genesis Evangelion. Oh,
0: yeah, same. Which is giant robots. Just kidding, I haven't.
1: And in that, it's called the Lance of Longinus. (laughs) Okay. And it's like, they get, it's like, piercing this giant monster thing underground and they have to pull it out which starts this thing regenerating so they can shoot another thing far in the sky This seems
0: like the most complicated anime in the entire world oh
1: absolutely uh uh it's just a weapon it's a cool weapon Mm -hmm. uh and when it kills a thing in the sky they lose it it's like in orbit around the moon
0: yeah this is a really complicated so it's very different than this thing yeah so it's very much the same
1: yeah uh i think it's also been called the spear of destiny
0: okay that's easier to remember Mm.
1: And uh, they also, the Grail-looking cup is the Holy Grail. It's just in the shop. I wish it had a price tag for like $5 on it. <laughs>
0: right, on sale. Who's looking for the Holy Grail anymore?
1: Raphael thinks she could use the Grail to control time travel. Sure. So Tabitha encounters Pickens in full Civil War regalia back at the Curiosity Shop. He says they meet again and again, but never more after tonight. This guy's a mortal being, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yep, he attacks her I say. with a sword, and she grabs the Spear of Longinus.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. Why is it so funny?
1: <laughs> she asks him who he really is, and he says, My names are Legion, but blow out the candle, and I am the Dark. And then they do the scary pale face in darkness.
0: Yeah, so that's from The Exorcist, and also from the Mr. Cipher episode.
1: I don't remember it in the Mr. Cypher Yeah, it
0: was. Because we had this conversation. I was like, that's from The Exorcist.
1: Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Well, he attacks. (laughs) Tabitha fights back, which reveals she was on the Varsity fencing team, which is great for spear fighting. Yeah.
0: Convenient.
1: And and the debate team. It's like, you really don't need to add that to the conversation. We know you're great,
0: Tabitha. Don't worry. She
1: says, if you would go back in time and kill Hitler, would you? She always would. And then she stabs Percival, but then he's like, just clothes.
0: Would you kill Hitler?
1: Yeah, probably.
0: Okay, so here's the one I've been thinking about this a lot.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So my instinct is yes. Mm-hmm. However, I was thinking about this from a couple of different angles. By killing Hitler, you might be ending the life of other people as well. So I was always thinking about like, why wouldn't you, right? And like I was butterfly always,
1: effect effect, right? Yeah,
0: because technically, because obviously you'd be saving much pain and suffering. However, if it was a situation where whatever you do in the past affects like the one singular timeline, would technically you be ending the life of other people? It's kind of like the trolley problem in some ways, in ways like you don't really think about. It's like, of course, like your instinct is, I imagine, do it because you think you're saving people. You, you, but
1: it, Right, you, you couldn't calculate how much better the world could possibly be. It's like it, But you also have no idea if it could get worse. Yeah. I remember there was an episode of The Twilight Zone where a woman is sent back in time to kill Hitler. She like becomes this nanny. Mm-hmm. He's an infant. She does it. She pulls it off. She's able to kill Hitler, and then but she dies in the process. Mm-hmm.
0: I know this episode. And then the going.
1: other nanny goes to a homeless woman, gives her like. Uh, some marks, right? That was the German currency for her baby. Takes it in the house and puts it in the crib.
0: Exactly, and becomes Hitler. Right. Yeah,
1: and like I holy mean, shit, we yeah. made Hitler.
0: Yeah, I mean, the question is like, it's so it's so much more complicated than it seems on its face. I've been like looking into like you know your di- your different ethical quandaries with it. I think it's interesting.
1: It's just like. Do I think I'm capable of murder? Uh, I don't know. That's a big question, but it gets a lot easier to answer when the person you're thinking about is a an actual genocidal monster from human history.
0: See, I guess I I guess I'm not thinking about it that way because I feel like that's the way you. That's the first thing I'm like, okay, if you got over that part of it, right? But like, if you even go deeper, it's like you're you're also changing. Like a lot of stuff and you don't know the implications.
1: So you're going to let anxiety stop you from killing Hitler?
0: No, no, it's not that. It's the idea that like, like if you do this, do you know for sure something won't pop up in its place?
1: You want to talk about like, you know, what... Would time travel even be like? What time travel logic are you operating on? Right. Is it a drop in the pond where things just largely have to happen the way they happen and it will self-correct? In which case, you kill Hitler and someone else becomes the third, the ruler of the Third Reich. Yeah. Uh, uh, is it one where you actually can change? Is it multiverse theory? If it, right. If it's one where you can change the future, you might not exist anymore. You would get like erased once you yeah. change the future multiverse theory you can make that world but it doesn't change the world you came from right or potentially the one you go back to
0: i know it's interesting
1: now the the time travel logic that is in this show appears to be that uh she can kind of do whatever right uh except change fixed points well so most things are self-correcting larger things you can't you can't mess with
0: well, it is interesting because when she goes back to the present, nothing has changed.
1: Nothing's changed. Yeah. So I think it is mostly the drop in the pond, or yeah. the drop in the river, rather. Yeah. But you can't move the big stones.
0: Okay. Yeah. Though I'm curious how that's going to implicate the ending of this episode. Which was bleak. <laughs>
1: She tells Raphael she burned the shop down except for the grail. You know, tell, don't show.
0: Sure. Time to go
1: home. <laughs> Raphael puts a milkshake in the holy grail and Tabitha drinks up, which feels a little inappropriate.
0: <laughs> it's also a really old cup. Yeah. Just saying, it's probably not... It's
1: gross, yeah, it's right? it's Did we wash
0: gross. that? Oh, I put it in the dishwasher and it broke. Sorry, it was unimportant to you. That, Yikes. Do? that so was a medieval it. times souvenir, right?
1: Mm. <laughs> I don't know. It's just
0: a cup, guys
1: present day again, moments before Tabitha was shot. The gunman enters and Tabitha pelts him with a can. It works. And then she explains everything to Jughead. Immediately. Like he should've.
0: <laughs> like he should've done episodes and episodes and episodes Your ago. bad
1: boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> One thing is for sure. Percival's the villain every time. And Tabitha doesn't think he's human. He thinks he's the personification of evil. Yeah. Jughead's still back on, but why don't I get an angel? <laughs>
0: Sorry, sorry, me, me. Let's make it of me.
1: Everyone with powers comes together. We totally skip the part where Cheryl finds out about all of this. Sure. It'll be really funny. if Veronica like walked by the window during me. this conversation. She'd be like, "Am I not invited?
0: <laughs> Core uh, four only. Core eight only. Sorry, yeah, there's Veronica." There's more than four of us
1: now. Railway sounds like it's happening. Sure, happening. He's getting Governor Duvalier on board, which is fucking guy. We better meet Governor Dooley one Didn't day.
0: Didn't he die? I thought he was, ki- I thought like he was murdered with the Red Paladin card back in like season three.
1: You're talking about the guy from the prison. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this is a state governor.
0: What state? I guess they're The New state
1: York. of denial that the show lives in. <laughs> right. States don't matter. Tabitha thinks Pops is the final battleground. She's figured out that Pops, the diner itself is her Luke Perry. Sure which means she's just been time-traveling more. Mm -hmm. This is just like a thing she can do now because she's chronokinetic. A thing everybody knows about. She went to the future and saw an empty shell of a diner under a sky of ash and a wasteland for a town.
0: thought it was weird that the diner was perfectly fine. (laughs) The
1: diner's doing great. It's a historical monument. (laughs) Right. right. That passes. (laughs) Right, that
0: that worked out. So actually the diner is fine. It's still operating in the apocalypse.
1: Archie asks if they can stop this future... Only if it's not a fixed point. The apocalypse is coming.
0: Can't believe we got here.
1: <laughs> what a and we did it. The stakes, are, the stakes are high.
0: Yes, this is pretty much as high as you can go.
1: Well, first we should talk about who's our citizen of the week. And why is it Tabitha, obviously, three times over. Tabitha, yeah. Teresa, Tessa, Tina, whatever. Tease. Um, and what, what jumped the shark for you this week?
0: What jumped the shark for me? Nothing. It was a great episode. Um... <laughs> Uh, could have used more casino plot lines so anytime there's not a casino plot line i do uh, wonder where we lost the thread a little bit yeah
1: um honestly i don't know i don't really have one i kind of i thought this episode was pretty solid it's honestly a pretty good episode yeah yeah Yeah. things considered i i just honestly my only problem with this episode i would have liked a two parter that was all of this
0: yes could I could have think been this stretched. could have been
1: two episodes
0: I do wonder why Riverdale has never done, like, a movie of the—you know what I mean? Like, sometimes they'll have, like, a two-parter that kind of feels more like a—oh, this is, like, the Christmas movie episode of Riverdale. Like, they they used to do that a lot in TV shows where it would be, like, the special episode. Now, that's not really, like, a movie, but sometimes it would be, like, two-parters that kind of felt, like, a little bit more— Cinematic or whatever, like Pretty Little Liars did one, and you know,
1: I don't know what you're talking about. Like,
0: when it's like two episodes, it's like the Christmas special or the Halloween episode. Those are just one episode. Well, sometimes there's two. Sometimes it feels like there's
1: you're just talking about two-parters, then like a
0: two-parter that it kind of feels like almost like a mini movie, and I would have liked that.
1: You just mean like a two-parter of significant plot? Like,
0: usually it's like a two-part episode that's also like set around a holiday. You know? And, like, Riverdale's never done that. I don't. You've never heard of it?
1: Well, this is feeling really hyper-specific, to be honest.
0: Really? Maybe it's just...
1: Riverdale's never done a, like, traditional two-part story. Yeah, they should do that. Where it's, like, part one, part two, this is kind of, like, one story set across two episodes. It's always a serialized narrative. Yeah. But it never feels like they're dealing with, like, one thing for two episodes.
0: I feel like we should do that.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think this should have been a two-parter. Yeah, Then we could have spent maybe one episode or most of one episode doing with the 40s stuff. And then be able to spend a little bit more time in the Um, 60s and the 90s.
0: Yeah. And then you could have had an extended uh, Pickens fight or whatever. And we could have learned
1: more. Yeah. I'm ready to know what I'm dealing with here.
0: Agreed. Show.
1: Secrets are not actually better drama than information.
0: Yeah. Confusion over mystery.
1: Make the information dramatic, you know?
0: Yeah. I got that. it would be
1: like, someone has to die to kill him or something like that.
0: Who would you kill? The... Kevin Dunn. Okay. There we go. <laughs> this is where it's his big moment. Casey
1: Kahn can stay on the show. Right. He'll play, he'll play Bevan, mustache Kevin <laughs> right. he comes from another reality. Right, and His
0: his like, twin brother from an, <laughs> a different time. I, I'm from
1: multiverse. <laughs>
0: I have the Broadway career there.
1: <laughs> I'm a successful... The B stands for Broadway. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Kevin with a B. I love it. Okay. A plus. So, the thing I was thinking about Veronica kind of popped up because of the way this episode ends. Time travel and time traveling to a future to see the apocalypse rings a bell for me from Umbrella Academy. Okay. Cuz the I have a friend who in that. Oh yeah? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> five from that show can time travel and in the first season time travels to the future and sees an apocalypse then comes back to solve it. And this is very much like that. And in that show, in that comic There were the seven kids, and six of them had superpowers. Uh Uh-oh. And Vanya, the one kid, she didn't have any powers, or they thought she didn't. Uh Uh-oh. And uh, when it gets revealed that she does have powers, it's... That she causes the end of the world.
0: Uh. And
1: it would be interesting if the show did something similar where everyone got powers except Veronica, and Veronica was getting left out from everyone else. And Veronica maybe did fall into Percival's clutches and control a little bit and turned dark. And then when she did reveal her powers, they were incredibly dangerous.
0: Imagine if Veronica brings down the end of the world. I and mean, the
1: only way to stop it is they all have to sacrifice their powers. Their cool new powers.
0: Yeah, which would be totally fine, I think. Yeah. Who's going to Who's gonna have the hardest time giving up their powers? Cheryl. Sure. Really? I was like... Uh, well, you know, we haven't shown them
1: archie's the only one who's had fun with his powers right that's why everyone else is having a bummer of a time with these things
0: i think betty's power is the is the worst because all it does is oh it sucks
1: yeah i was hoping she would have some variation multiple motions she could see and feel but it's just i only know when people want to hurt me
0: right and i feel like your instincts can typically show
1: you she already knows when people want to hurt her right
0: like she's like the creepy guy. The only
1: time it was useful was the scones from Abigail. Right,
0: <laughs> That's true. That was useful. But like the creepy, murdery looking nurse, definitely, definitely gonna hurt you. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> that's my
1: that's my first rumor mill.
0: Oh yeah. Uh honestly, I mean, I think he's per- I think he's General Piggins. I think he's an immortal being. I have no idea about the apocalypse. That feels like
1: does it crazy feel like too to much?
0: Kind of. I I do think that they are going to reveal that...
1: Maybe more of a metaphorical future.
0: I know. I, I think this is all going to be part of the Rivervale thing. And they're going to find out that maybe the Jughead that they locked in the basement to write all those stories slacked off or something. And we're going to get at the end of the season something like, oh, actually, JK, we're going to go back to...
1: Oh, wow. I hate that. Yeah, I don't I, like it either. I cannot count the ways I don't like that.
0: I, I don't love it, but I can't imagine that this is going to be the rest of the show for all of time.
1: I like that it feels like this is a, only this season thing. Right. Like, it's accelerating. It is moving at a pace the show rarely moves at. Because once you, you know? get to the
0: apocalypse, it's like, well, what is the next threat?
1: I believe it's a, a highway. For 18 episodes.
0: Right. Right. Are you going to build the Sodale uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh the Sodale. Right. Oh. When you think about the difference between this season's, uh, this season stakes and last season's <laughs> stakes, pretty different. Oh, no.
1: He's going to... Build a town <laughs> right, right. mine palladio He's gonna
0: siphon some money from oh, our town no. our
1: town isn't real anymore. Right,
0: and I right and I was like, Oh that's a big deal, they don't have a town. It's then, fine,
1: we were fine, nothing changed. Nothing
0: changed, they just didn't on paper have a town. Right. Archie still had like six jobs.
1: They so many roving businessmen came through town, even then.
0: Right, even yeah, driving economy. They were doing great. Yeah. Crazy.
1: But yeah, I don't know. What are you watching? I mean, like, where were you even... (laughs) Is this? Do you think this is, like, the last time we have a with Tabitha time travel plot? Because now she can just do this whenever.
0: I think it's going to be like there's going to be an ending episode of the season where all of their superpowers converge in some way. Tabitha goes back in time, takes Archie with her. He beats up someone. Betty sees that he's beating up Archie and is like, Oh, that guy's bad. He's beating up Archie. (laughs) Jughead reads a mind. Cheryl sets somebody on fire. The bummer with
1: um, being a black woman with the ability to time travel is that... It's that's always not, so Yeah, it's not... Yeah. It's never better.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I know. It's like, I feel like she's always going to have to be fighting, uh, like, this evil supernatural guy, but also just, like, the racism of the past. So,
1: like, narratively, it's not like you can send her on some, like oh, she's getting addicted to time travel. She's not living in the present anymore kind right. of story because she she just won't want to... Like, I, I can't yeah. imagine she'll want to do this very much. No, it sounds absolutely horrible. But maybe it would be cool if there was, like, some chance where she could use her time travel powers to reconcile with her father's mixed feelings about the restaurant, like, interact hmm. with him in his own youth.
0: Feels like they have higher uh, problems right now. But I yeah. know,
1: but I'm just trying to think of what the storytelling That's possibilities fun. are here. Yeah, yeah.
0: I don't think these powers are going to be here
1: for. Because her long. thing is only plot related.
0: Yeah. Yes. But I don't think these these are going to
1: be. I, I don't think we're got the rest of the season. How many more episodes do we got?
0: Well, I have a I have a feeling that they're going to actually come. I have a feeling that this arc is going to end soon. You don't feel that way. How many
1: more episodes do we have in the season?
0: I don't know, but I do know we're almost at the midway point of it, so there might be like no yeah midway because it's the rivervale
1: right that's why i think we're further than that
0: well it's five episodes rivervale was five right this is i think 105 or 106
1: 106
0: and it's 22 oh, episodes
1: that's only 11 episodes
0: yeah wow
1: no they're having powers the whole time <laughs> powers forever yeah what are you talking about Get powers out for all of life <laughs>
0: I'm cur- I'm curious. Eleven episodes of these powers, though, without a resolution to the apocalypse, feels like a lot. You're like, I've seen six seasons of, of what are
1: you talking about?
0: <laughs> no, but like, I, I just feel like now that we know the apocalypse is coming, I'm very curious, like, how they're going to sustain it.
1: Well, they first of all, they could spend an episode uh, uh, telling us how it happens. Right. Then you could spend episodes trying to stop it from happening in specific ways. There you go. Then things could go wrong.
0: Oh no, things and then they go could wrong. Come up
1: with new plans to, to try to stop it.
0: Who is gonna be absolutely useless in these plans?
1: Everyone, because no one's <laughs> gonna be working together on any of them.
0: Yeah. Veronica Like, still not end of this episode
1: it. basically promising me that this group will now be working together in storylines, and if they fucking don't, if Cheryl goes back to her home <laughs> To just yell at her Nana for the next couple episodes, I'm gonna be losing it.
0: Do you think Nana has superpowers?
1: I want Nana gone. No. I don't want her on the show. I don't know how to be clear about this.
0: (laughs) Guys, John is gonna send a letter.
1: She's a the character is a bad person, and the comedy has run its course, I think.
0: Oh, I still love Nana. I'm just
1: I'm not laughing that much. I'm more like we're still doing this.
0: It's more that Cheryl is sequestered and it's unnecessary.
1: Let her talk to someone her fucking age. Yeah,
0: that's true. She only talks to elderly woman or child.
1: And she lost child.
0: She lost child.
1: Child ran away.
0: She also has a doll that she speaks with on occasion. That's right. She has a doll. But I'd be fine with Nana if Nana wasn't always the the plot.
1: The doll. I don't
0: think Abigail comes back for a while. Maybe she comes back to defeat the apocalypse or something.
1: Yeah, we're all assuming Abigail would be helpful.
0: Yeah, she kind of seemed
1: terrible. What did she do?
0: Wasn't she gonna team up with Pickens? Maybe she's bad also.
1: Wouldn't she know who he is? We have no idea. This is insane.
0: Don't cry, John. Abigail won't hurt
1: you. She's I'm having glass. fun, but like, what was the point of her?
0: Hmm. We'll see. Why did
1: we do an Abigail?
0: Abigail. Her name's Abigail, right? Why? The, yeah. The why doll did is we? Annabelle. This is Abigail. Right.
1: Oh, that's why. There we go. But seriously, the why? WB.
0: Oh no, it's not the WB. It's New Line Cinema. Oh, it's it's oh, it's still WB. It's from WB. You're right. Never mind. Huh? Interesting. Anyway, what are you watching? What
1: am I watching? I have been playing a video game.
0: That's not watching, John. Stick to the topic (laughs) at hand. How dare you?
1: We finished this game that was out a while ago called Ghost of Tsushima. Okay. You play as a samurai warrior. Okay. And you get to pick your horse at the start of the game. I
0: love horses.
1: And because this was like the fancy director's cut on the PlayStation Five, there was a fourth horse that was the Digital Deluxe option. And we're like, "Well, we got to You, you got to take, take it. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, this yellow Digital Deluxe horse. And we I love don't even know. This is a great horse. That means. And <laughs> then two thirds through the game, the villain kills your horse.
0: What the fuck? I don't like this game. I'm never playing this game. This is a horrible game.
1: And we're, we took that personally.
0: Uh, yeah. Wait. So does it kill your horse if you don't get the fancy horse?
1: Uh, Yeah, it'll kill your horse no matter what horse it is. But it hurts more because they're like, you like this horse, right?
0: You like it? (laughs) And so
1: for the rest of the game, whenever we call for the horse, some random crappy horse shows up. I don't like this horse. That's not my horse. It's not Digital Deluxe at all.
0: So, but you do get a horse. We,
1: yeah, they give you a horse, uh, and then we like ran around the island doing every other goal, and then we come around and finally finish the game, which is kind of a beautiful ending. Did the horse come back? They like so we got you a new horse. We got four horse options, and okay. they're identical to the first horse. And we're yes. like, but damn it, we already did the rest of the island.
0: Oh no! We get to
1: experience that.
0: Yeah, but how? What happens with the horse though?
1: Oh, you get a new horse. So,
0: like, why has he hurt it?
1: Why does he hurt it? Yeah. Oh, because he's he's a con and he's trying to take over the island and you're the samurai ninja who's been killing like all of his men. Okay, but... uh, Like a lot of people.
0: But it's a horse. They're making a
1: movie out of this game.
0: I don't think I going to watch it now that I know what mm. happens in it. Well,
1: I mean, that's not, like, the plot. It's not,
0: like, the, the That's Keanu not the driving Reeves motivation
1: <laughs> of the entire thing. It's not the John Wick. No, no I mean, it drove us yeah, to, it drove the, you, to the last third of the saying, game. Just saying, just saying. No, the thing is, like, you give up your honorable samurai tendencies to mm. be able to kill more, more Mongols, and then your uncle gets really mad at you, and then he turns against you.
0: <gasps> okay. I don't really know what the samurai code is, so.
1: No, it's all, like... No sneaking up on people. Like, <laughs> no sneaking we're, up We're going to... You and I are going to duel and I'm going to kill you. And I'm going to be heroic about it. And honorable, you know? Sure. I didn't use duplicity or subterfuge to take you down.
0: I hate when people do that. Subterfuge yeah. yeah. on me. So rude. <laughs> do you want to know what I'm watching? Yeah. So I just watched the movie Stand By Me, which is an older film. But I've never seen the whole thing. That is a good movie. Oh. Yeah. For those who don't know... Rob Reiner directed this film. It features a lot of 80s characters. Mm -hmm. By characters, I mean people. Like a young Kiefer Sutherland, a young Corey Feldman, a young River Phoenix, a young John Cusack. And it's just about these kids who go on a camping trip to find a A body. A dead body. Yeah. And I was like, I would have done this as a kid. (laughs) So there you go.
1: You know what? Can I actually change my answer?
0: Sure, John. Okay. (laughs) Okay, you can okay. also use two answers because
1: what i'm watching what I, what actually because moon knight got me into egypt stuff okay i watched 1999's the mummy i love Brandon that Fraser. movie we can
0: always change your it answer it was so good you've never seen it before
1: no i had seen it before <laughs> good i hadn't seen it in a long time yeah as a kid i saw the mummy returns first oh and then okay. i came to That'd the mummy be- and i wasn't as into it because it wasn't as big as the mummy returns sure yeah because you know, the rock scorpion king.
0: <laughs> right, I honestly kind of forgot that his terrible CGI is in that movie. Well, the but the thing yeah.
1: the thing I've discovered is that the mummy uh, is so much better than the mummy returns.
0: Yeah, it, it is, is better. Rules.
1: Brennan Fraser is going movie. so hard. There's a part near the end where Rachel Vice is on the table, and there's a bunch of CG skeleton mummy you monsters coming this
0: whole movie coming towards <laughs> him,
1: and he fights off like seven yeah. different different CG skeletons. Now you're thinking, yeah, special effects, but remember, it's 1999. This is one shot, and he's doing complicated battle motions with every individual skeleton. It's incredible.
0: We're very proud of him.
1: Uh, the only problem with that movie is Rachel Weisz's uh, eyebrows are, are, are too thin. Okay,
0: here's the thing, John. You can't say that ever again. <laughs> I might make you edit that out. I can't believe you said that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with her. She's a goddess. She's perfect. We love her to death. She's wonderful. Evie is her name.
1: In the, In the movie, yeah. Yeah.
0: That's a great film. It was like one of my favorite films of all time. Have you ever been on the Universal Ride? Oh, it's such a good ride. Such yeah. a good ride. Have you ever been on the The one, one in Florida, Florida that yeah. halfway
1: through you're like, Oh, it's over. And, and it's like, not. just kidding, and she's yeah, it's a great ride. It's a great Incredible. ride.
0: I know. I'm so happy. They did do kind of a refurb on it at the one in Hollywood. Oh, no. With
1: Tom Cruise.
0: They didn't put Tom Cruise in it, but they did add in some elements that are different, but ultimately they kept it. Pretty it's much kind the same. of nuts
1: that that's like now, like, a cherished historic ride.
0: Yeah. I, I w- <laughs> feel like
1: never changed the mummy.
0: They really shouldn't because everybody loves that movie. And even if you don't know that movie, it's such a simple premise that it's like, why change it?
1: It's crazy that since then they haven't been able to figure out what to do with mummies with a, or yeah. all of the universal monsters.
0: I know. I think it's because that movie was not a universal monster story. No,
1: they made it Indiana Jones, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. And I think that's what you really have to do with it. Like, I know people like- Well, they
1: turned it into a blockbuster action movie and people didn't like that.
0: What? The oh, new one. Oh, the, Tom the new one, one. I was like, yeah, we all love yeah, The Mummy. Right. Theme. <laughs> yeah. We
1: keep forgetting that the Tom Cruise mummy happened. Right. Then, that it was meant to set off an entire shared universe of movies. Yeah.
0: See, I, I think, so they, they kind of took vaguely that concept Um, Or not that concept uh, They Instead of doing What was gonna be like Johnny Depp Is the invisible man Somebody else Is Frankenstein What's his face Is the wolf man Did they make that movie Already Javier Bardem No
1: uh, Javier Bardem Was gonna be Frankenstein you're thinking um, of The Wolfman with Benicio Del Toro.
0: Did that come out? That
1: was years ago.
0: It did come out. Though, that was right? like
1: a decade ago.
0: Okay, but but it was real. I didn't imagine Yes,
1: that's it. a real movie that happened. <laughs> okay. Just like Dracula Untold with Luke Evans.
0: Right, those movies happened. But like I think it's... Ooh, so and much... Van
1: Helsing with that. Oh,
0: yeah. I never got to see that one actually. Um... But basically the idea of it is that I think you just have to tell those stories individually because there's no real reason why... The mummy right. and the Wolfman are gonna be friends. Totally,
1: it's like I think the pitch should be. I mean, if they want to go back to basics, get like a James Wan or or some other horror maestro, and just give them like small budgets to make these things, and they can be as interreferential as you want them to be. Yeah, Stella, you gotta drink water during this right now. Right
0: now. Well, that's kind of the that's the Invisible Man.
1: Oh my God, the one, yeah, the Elizabeth Moss Invisible Man is exactly what I want. Exactly,
0: it's great. It's like take the same, take the nugget of the idea and just.
1: I don't think that was Universal, was it?
0: It was Blumhouse and Universal, I think.
1: Because I know Universal, like the thing about the classic monsters is that. Let's Google. There's no, you can't copyright them, but Universal has versions of them that they that they own, you know. The most iconic designs for all of the monsters belong to Universal, but the conception of those things belong to nobody.
0: It is Universal. I do think that, like something like the Invisible Man, like to use the title, the Invisible Man, yeah. you probably have to go through. That universal. makes sense.
1: Yeah, but, I agree. And by the way, they did way better than I think that Johnny Depp thing ever could have been. Yes, but yeah. Where can they find you?
0: Well, you can find me on Twitter at Riley Tweets and john where what about you where can they find
1: us um you can find us wherever stella is roaming roaming around and of course on the instagram the riverdale register the riverdale register podcast on instagram yeah which is our instagram
0: that's our instagram
1: it's found on the app instagram
0: anyway john you have a lot of editing to do i'm sorry yeah this is a pretty clean episode though
1: (laughs) there's just a lot in it yeah it's dense yeah Three storylines touching on real-world issues.
0: Yeah, good. That's luck. not
1: why I signed up for the show. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: God, no, no. This was a great episode. Congrats, Evan, and uh, over and out, River Vixens.